0: Hi, welcome back to Alabama Care. I'm McCartney Hagar, and today I'm going to be talking about the um, case that's coming up in the Supreme Court, CVS v. Doe. So um, this case is really important for the disability community, obviously, which is why we're covering it, as it has to do with um, Section 504. So um, we're going to get into Section 504, this case, and what it means for the disability community today in our broadcast so thank you for joining us first i'm going to get into the um the history of 504 and what it means because i know that all these laws can get a little bit overwhelming and you lose which one does what that kind of thing so we're going to just pull up a web page here now thank you So Section 504 was part of the Rehabilitation Act, and um, people with disabilities, some people you may have heard of, um, like Judy Heumann, who has worked for our government, people like that fought for this to be passed um, back in the 70s. And it states that no qualified individual with a disability in the United States shall be excluded from, denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any program or activity that receives federal financial assistance or by an executive agency or the United States Postal Service. So essentially with 504, if it's run by the government or receives funding, money from the government, then this company or entity or program can't discriminate against people with disabilities. So that would fall under schools, um, like it says the Postal Service, Um, even ADRS, you know, these are really important services for us. And um, without that, we could be in real trouble. So um, each agency, it's a little bit different, but um, this also extends to government employees, which is really great because there are a lot of opportunities for people with disabilities that want to give back to the community through um, like government programs, like again, ADRS, things like that so this is a wonderful this is essentially what people call our civil rights laws section 504 and the ada so we're not going to get it into the ada yet because right now we're talking about 504 and um, that's the one coming up against cvs in this court case so um now that we have a little background information on what 504 does i'm going to um be looking at the comments so if you have any questions please let me know um, we're going to talk a little bit more about what 504 does for us and um what's going on and why it's coming up nowadays since it was passed in the 70s so as i've talked about a little more um 504 is you know it's our civil rights law and without it we wouldn't be able to go to school right now i'm in college and 504 is the whole reason I have um, what's called disability accommodations which ensure that my physical abilities or my other invisible disabilities don't um, cause me to be graded unfairly. So if I want to take a test, I can have what I need to do that test in a way that reflects my actual understanding and ability to um, do what I need to do in the course and not just my ability to write fast, think fast, spell well, whatever someone with a disability may struggle with, that should not be held against them. So that is what 504 functions as for us. Recently, I have been, I have a personal care attendant who comes with me to class sometimes and helps me around campus. And um, I had to make sure that she was, to be allowed to go into the cafeteria with me without me having to pay for or her having to pay for her meals and this is very important because i can't eat without her assistance and um if one of us was to be charged that would be unfair as it would be mean that i would have unequal access to this public space and of course after talking about it you know it's fine you just have to make sure people understand and as it's backed up by the law I am with, well within my rights to make sure that she can come with me and I have anything I need. And another great example here from Alexander Bimes is, um, hold on just a second, government assisted housing and this is very important. I don't have the statistic here, but I know that dis- people with disabilities are more likely to experience homelessness as a result of you know, issues with work, things like that. So um, making sure that people with disabilities have an accessible place to live, where they can afford it is very important. So thank you for bringing that up, Alex. Um, Let's see. So next, so I think as long as everyone understands sort of the importance of 504 and also how hard our community fought for it. Again, if you have any questions, please let me know. I think we're going to move on a little bit to the supreme court just a little background on that and the case with cbs v doe which is what we're here to talk about today so if you may if you don't know the supreme court is the highest court in the land it determines how we are allowed to interpret our nation's constitution which decides what laws we can make what um essentially how our, co- our country is going to function in our government. So you might say it's one of the most powerful places in the United States. And so when a case makes it all the way up to the Supreme Court, it can have lasting consequences as this changes how our laws are interpreted, what laws fit with our constitution, and judges in the Supreme Court take that position for life. So if, the, if they make one decision, they may not change their minds it's not like another court where maybe the judge would serve their term and then new ones would come in and they may have differing opinions so we have these judges for life that means they may be there for 40 50 60 years so what decisions they make now unless their minds change could be very important for the next several decades so that's why a case like this going to Supreme Court is so important for disability rights. Okay, so as long as we're good on that front, I think we're ready to get into the meat of this court case. And I encourage you all, don't be concerned because we're gonna have a little section at the end talking about what we can do. You know, if this concerns you, if you'd like to take action, don't worry because you're not powerless. So this case was brought by people who have HIV. They are covered under 504 and the Americans with Disabilities Act. So essentially they have insurance through CVS and their medications for their condition and medical care related to it were not being met they had needs related to their disabilities that were not being properly addressed by the program that they were on through CVS's insurance. Apparently, this program is made for people with complex medical conditions, which if you know the jargon, it just means us, people with disabilities. So essentially, it wasn't working. It was making it actually more difficult to get what they needed instead of making it easier so they decided to sue this company and i don't have any more information as to you know the processes before that i just know that it came to this point so we have people with disabilities hiv in this case having their needs unmet by the company that was supposed to be in charge of their health and deciding to take action and get what they needed so originally, this case was brought to, you know, just a trial court, a lower court, not one that determines the whole laws for the country. And it was said it could not go forward. It wasn't valid. The um, court said that it these policies that they had, this sort of special program they had, didn't violate any disability laws. So it was thrown out. Then it was appealed again, meaning that they looked for a second opinion. And the Ninth Circuit ruled that the lawsuit could go forward. So that meant that they, this court, the group of people who were deciding these laws, decided that this case with people with disabilities was actually violating their rights as posed by the fi- Section 504 of the Rehabilitation Act. So that's kind of a big deal, you know, And this could put CVS in a bit of hot water. Obviously, you don't want to get in trouble for violating someone's rights. So CVS asked the Supreme Court to take the case and they want them to rule in their favor. And the Supreme Court agreed. So this case has been through several courts. Some people said yes, some people said no, but now this is kind of escalated. So it's not just about CVS anymore, and it's not just about this program that they've had on their insurance. It's about disparate impact. And that's very complicated, but um, to put it in basic terms, this is like, so CVS's policy was for people with disabilities and it so happened that it wasn't working very well and it was causing specifically people with disabilities to have harder times getting medication and medical care but cvs didn't mean for that to happen and now their sort of argument in this case the way they're defending themselves is that well they didn't mean for it to happen so therefore they're not discriminating And this gets a little shaky because I think as anyone with a disability will tell you, people rarely intentionally discriminate. Most of the time, it's um, just carelessness or a lack of understanding that people with disabilities exist. So we have a few examples here from the Disability Rights Education and Defense Fund. They're a really great organization. The best way I've heard them described by others is that they're like the NAACP for people with disabilities. So they are our civil rights group, one of them. So here's a few cases of what, if disparate impact isn't violating the law, what that would mean for us. So if a company or a a business doesn't provide ramps or elevators if they didn't specifically do it with the intent to harm people with disabilities, then they wouldn't be able to be sued. Trains and buses that don't have wheelchair ramps. This is still an issue. Um, I see this a lot just in my day to day. They're not being properly built with this in mind. And you know, people are working on it at the moment. I know that some activists, I think in New York are working on buses still but you know there would be no recourse for us to say that it was wrong because if the Supreme Court says that essentially an entity has to try and discriminate for it to be discrimination then none of this would be discrimination in the country and it obviously still harms us the websites and mobile apps would be able to be launched without blind people or other people with disabilities being able to use them. If you've heard of a screen reader, this is really important. There's access to a really important information and just the same activities we all do that wouldn't be able to be accessed by people who can't see. And that's, you know, people with disabilities make, such, make up such a huge portion of the population. I just don't understand sometimes how these things get through but um so this is kind of an issue just to sum up if i haven't done it well (laughs) things that are going to be discriminatory without meaning to be discriminatory right now though that's not allowed it's a violation of my civil rights your civil rights but if this case goes through the supreme court and they side with cvs then that means that it would be allowed. So I would not be able to bring my personal care attendant to have meals with me. So I would not be able to eat in public. I would not be able to have a lot of the testing accommodations I have. It's never it's there's always the defense that someone doesn't mean to be discriminatory. Right now in my sociology class, we're talking about media and representation and um i did an essay a couple years ago and this week has made me think about it where um i was writing an essay on media representation of people with disabilities which is how much do we come up on tv and how much do we come up in movies and websites things like that Do we make up over 25 30 of the population and at this year it was only two percent 2% of people in primetime roles had um, disabilities. So, compared to what we are, there's such an underestimating of how many people have disabilities and how important we are going on. I think there's always this assumption that no one's going to use this ramp or no one's going to use this sidewalk or elevator. Even just this morning on my way to class, I Someone had, you know, those little rental bikes that you pay on your phone and you can just ride it until you don't need it anymore and park it somewhere. Well, someone parked it, like, horizontal across the sidewalk, meaning there was no way for someone in a wheelchair to get around. This happens, like, once a a week. I'm telling you, it's terrible. There's, we just don't exist a lot of times in people's minds. But we're here. So, um, this case is very important. It needs to be said that we need access to these spaces and you always have these tragic stories of people with disabilities who can't live up to their potential but the problem isn't us i mean i would say people always kind of say that i'm more disabled than they expect which is not an appropriate way to phrase that but that's what i get because i have arm and leg involvement in my condition to a degree that's not really I expected, I guess so. And yet I've been able, I'm living on campus at college and no one can believe it. I'm doing all these things. The problem is not us. The problem is the barriers in the way. I wouldn't be able to do anything I'm doing without 504 and the Americans with Disabilities Act, which, if this case goes through the Supreme Court, could also be gutted the protections we have in our civil rights laws they may not stay around and that's not only dangerous for us but it's dangerous for anyone that needs these kind of protections yeah thank you clifton <laughs> yeah he's pulled up this um section 504 and ada portion of the um national disability right the disability rights education and defense fund page so yeah um basically 504 covers government programs and anything that covers um health care or anything that receives federal money as we um, discussed earlier but then the ada is sort of the private sector so employment not through the government and just private businesses like um well i think my job here would be under that (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but yeah so these are when you go all around if section 504 falls then the ada is just the private sector version of that it's businesses that work for profit and don't have anything to do with the government and there's a question on here this is the like fact sheet for this case and it says does this case threaten the ada and the answer is yes cvs says that their argument does not threaten the ada but not so much so yeah a lot of the ada is based on section 504 you know they're kind of the two laws so and another important question that is on here is why would they do this well again you know just an underestimation of who needs it and um i mean they're doing well in employing people with disabilities but well there's also money to be made and things like that you know how it is with business so i'm not really surprised let's see let's go to our um questions here oh yeah th- yeah alex has a good point um right like he says no one wakes up thinking i want to discriminate against someone but that's what happens there is lack of understanding and awareness that people are going to be hurt by what you're doing let's see we have another question here uh yeah there's also the situation with medical coverage medical coverage is very complicated for people with disabilities it's hard to find plans and companies this will if i ever do an episode on marriage equality this will definitely come up but um you don't want to get in a situation where where if you're not on government insurance you don't want to end up in a program that doesn't give you what you need to keep living in the community so that's like paying for personal care workers um, paying for medicines that cost a lot of money. And that can be an issue when you're, if you start working too much, or if you um, get married, or for whatever reason you're not on the government insurance anymore. It can be hard to find a good provider. And the last thing you want to do when you have complex health is lose any sort of health coverage. So that may be the motivation. I mentioned earlier that I didn't have a lot of background. Someone asked me before the broadcast when I was talking about this, well, why didn't they just go to a different company? Truth is, I don't know. But I do know that um, we shouldn't have to go to a different company because we're being discriminated against. I mean, if someone discriminated against you in a restaurant, no one would say, well, why don't you just go to a different restaurant? Because I shouldn't have to be that limited in my options, but let's see. Oh, thank you. We have someone saying, hi, Alex saying, you're doing great things. I appreciate that so much. Let's see, how often are Supreme Court decisions overturned? That is very good question. We talked about this in school. I would need to Google that, but um, I can Google it. (laughs) I would, I mean, it happens. Again, though, the problem is that judges are in for life and i mean their minds may be changed but at the same time we have to figure it's the same people and you know people can be very set in their ways all of that kind of thing so i'm gonna google that (laughs) and i will um if i can type it in time i will bring it up on the broadcast so thank you for that question yeah that is something very important I don't think it happens as much as I would like, considering the ramifications of this case, because I am a little concerned. But um, it is something to think about. Just Even if this does get on the books, it won't be there forever. I can assure you that people will fight this tooth and nail. And I mean, um, just to be honest, discriminating against disabled people isn't exactly good press. Truthfully, most people probably won't know that it happened just because of how, you know, the media does with um, people with disabilities, but, you know, there's the saying, you wouldn't punch a guy with glasses, which is a bit ableist, but I mean, you certainly wouldn't discriminate against someone adorable like me in a wheelchair, so maybe we can get this taken off the books or not put in there in the first place. (laughs) Okay, so how often do Supreme Court cases get overturned? And as I mentioned earlier, there are ways that we can go ahead and be taking action. We may not have to wait for this to get on the um, books for us to try and fight back and get it um, turned over. Yeah, thank you, (laughs) Clifton. So this is through the... um, American Association of People with Disabilities, and this is an organization that, you know, it's another one of our civil rights things. Ooh, okay, going back to this um, Supreme Court thing. Okay, that's barely one half of 1%. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah, okay, I was thinking it was very rare that these decisions get overturned, but it is very rare. So that's that's concerning. Okay, yeah, thank you, Alex. Yep, they don't get overturned very often. Okay, so please please do this thing I'm about to show you. So um, the AAPD, they have a take action page about, and it says CVS is seeking to gut section 504, a key federal law that protects people with disabilities from discrimination. Think that they summed it up nice and well there. So um, all you need to do is go and put in your name, email, address that kind of thing and then yes clifton is pointing it out for us then once you go to the next page it will have a pre-written letter for you you just um hit send it'll sign it with your name and that can be your way to contribute you don't have to actually put in you know you don't have to actually sit there and think oh gosh what's the ceo of cvs's name how do i write a letter to a ceo how do i do this you know it's all pretty much done for you and i've read the letter and it essentially just explains the importance of 504 to people with disabilities and why you should do it so why they shouldn't do this so um in case they don't know so yeah i've done this on two different email addresses so anyone who um is concerned about this and has a bit of time, please, I encourage you so much to go ahead and um, send that letter in. Let people know that, you know, you care, people care. Because that is, you know, the assumption, like we've talked about earlier, is that it's not going to hurt many people. Nobody's gonna notice if we do these things. So um, I think that showing up for people with disabilities, putting in your time just a little bit can make a huge difference and even just thinking about these things i mean when you have something you know this is this is scary when it goes to the supreme court i'm not gonna lie it's a little scary so um when you have people in these spaces that we feel like we've been forgotten sometimes when these things happen and gosh i haven't even seen this covered on a major news source I'm getting this straight from disability rights organizations, not NBC or CNN or any sort of important, you know, mainstream news organization. I found it out through Judy Human's Twitter. So, um, yeah, sometimes it's a bit disheartening when you don't see abled people or people in other marginalized communities really talking about this. So I appreciate anyone watching this. I appreciate you giving the energy that it takes to care. Because I know that putting yourself in these spaces and hearing what we have to say can be, it can be disheartening. It can be frustrating. But um, the fact that you're here already says a lot. So thank you for anyone listening to this or watching it live. Anyone who watches in the future, um, and even if we're not Supreme Court justices or we're not the head of the AAPD or D E R F. Wait, no D. <laughs> never mind the disability rights education and defense fund that thing so even if we're not in these big positions you know we do have voices and we have time and we some of us have more access to things than others so thank you so much for um listening to me today oh yeah and alex has judy human's twitter linked in the um description i very much encourage you to follow her i get so much news from following um disability rights activists that i wouldn't have gotten otherwise as i've said we're not always a hot button issue because people don't think there's enough of us for it to matter but like i said 25 to 30 percent of the population so we're here <laughs> so um oh yeah and he's got the link for um some information about the ada and all the things i've gone over today so this is wonderful thank you so much for providing this information alex yeah um it's really important you know if you want to learn more before you do anything go ahead you know we've got all the information for you here so um thank you so much for everyone that has shown up today i'm so excited for to see how many people um respond to this and um Hopefully, we can get this thrown out before it has to be on the books for the next—I don't know—fifty years, because <laughs> that would set us back a lot. I um, yeah, I'm just ho- looking forward to seeing everyone put in the time, because I know, I know that this is going to work out. We're going to get this thrown out of the books. It's not going to happen. And I thank you in advance for everything that you're going to do, you listener, viewer. Whatever format you're viewing, listen to um, make sure this doesn't happen to anyone with a disability or any other marginalized identity. We want to keep these civil rights bills intact. So, um, thank you all. I hope you have a great night. And, um, again, thank you for doing the emotional labor to listen to this. <laughs> and, um, just gonna plug our next little project here. I know. Soon, we'd like to get into um, personal stories from just people out in the community with disabilities. So, um, anything you'd like to share about your life, yourself, you know, contact um, Alabama Care on, I think our Facebook page is what we're going to use for this. Yeah, please let us know anything you want to share about yourself. I'd really like to get firsthand accounts of living in the community, especially in Alabama so we can see what we need to do policy-wise i mean obviously this policy is important and it's going to affect everyone but um you know we're a news source we want to know what's really going on we want to do some investigations so if there's something you want to talk about if there's something you want us to know please don't be afraid to write in or communicate to us in whatever mode is most accessible to you i'm sure we'll get something going on there and um, you know alex can explain whatever methods we're using for this but i'm just really excited so if your story you know if you want to share with us that'd be great and i will i may depending on the content (laughs) talk about it on a broadcast and um share that with everyone and may you know maybe even bring it up to a lawmaker one day you know we want to hear what it's really like because i don't speak for everyone you know no one speaks for everyone so making sure we have as many diverse perspectives as possible is so important. I know it's important to me as a person. So um, thank you all for your time and thank you to anyone who's gonna share their story with us. I'm so happy to have everyone here and um, I know we're gonna get through this. This is going to work out. So um, thank you all and I hope you have a wonderful night. Oh, wait, yep, it's Facebook. Okay, yeah, just to confirm. Yes. Just to confirm you write a message to Alabama Care and I will um sort of to go over your story and address it on the air. So look forward to that. I'm really excited to hear from everyone. So thank you all and um go write that go write that letter. <laughs> Please write that letter. <laughs> And I'll try and keep everyone posted if there's anything else, any other opportunities. I checked before I started the broadcast if there were any other ways to take action right now. I don't think there are. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. There are hashtags you can use. So um, there are hashtags about this. Uh, Clifton, could you pull up? I think it's the last one about the um taking action. I think it has it on there. So if you don't want to put in your address and write a letter and all that kind of thing, if that's not accessible to you, if you don't have an email address, if you have any kind of social media, you can also, thank you, put up your, um, yeah, you can also tell your story. Um, there's hashtag back with a capital B and a capital D for um, accessibility reasons. And then CVS is also capitalized. And um, there are other hashtags. I'm just gonna make sure I have them right before I, f- but I'm, I think I know protect 504 is one. And again, all of these are going to be under the, with um, letters capitalized, like the first letter of each word, that way screen readers can read them. So we have back down CVS, protect 504, And I believe the last one is, um, it might be 504 means to me, I'm going to look it up. But these are um, essentially cases that you can use, I mean, not cases, (laughs) I'm so used to talking about the courts. But these are um, hashtags you can use to um, talk about this issue and um, share your story with um everyone so this is like i'm just gonna go to twitter this would be like if you just wanted to talk about your story your background that would be where you'd need to go so you can just post on instagram facebook any social media site you prefer tumblr whatever you use and use these hashtags and tag cvs so these, this that would be really great method if maybe everything feels a little daunting right now. These are some other methods you can use to take action and get this off your mind a little bit. At least know you've done something because every little contribution counts. So I can also put in the um. Yeah, I think I've got it almost pulled up here. Let me see. Okay. So section 504 means, that's what it is. So um, the Disability Rights Education and Defense Fund, D-R-E-D-F. So they have made this, so after they posted that explainer of the case, which I went over earlier, that was my main source. um, They encourage everyone to write the letter, but also, use hashtag section 504 means and then tell your story with getting these protections and what it means for you to be able to achieve these things and um something else that's very important is to keep in mind that um section 504 is huge in making sure that people with disabilities can go to school i'm sure you've probably heard of a 504 plan especially i know anyone in special education has heard of this lots of my friends in high school Tons of people use these as ways that they can be graded accurately on their disabilities and on their abilities. So these these are huge things. Access to education, healthcare, housing, as Alex pointed out earlier. So um, please use these, uh, use these hashtags, use the letter. And again, those hashtags are section 504 means, hashtag backdown CVS, and hashtag protect504. And again the letter of first of the letter of the first word is capitalized for screen readers. So um yeah share your story, share what it's like having rights. I know it's not something we probably think about often if especially if you're not working in you know politics or something like that, but it really is so important that we make sure that people know that we're using we're using everything and we need it. We need more even. <laughs> to um really be included in our society so um thank you all i'm so excited for us to be taking action on this i know we're gonna get it thrown out of court and if not we're gonna get it overturned so um let's all put in our time put in our emotional labor and if you if you can use your thumbs i cannot but if you can use your thumbs please um type type a little message on social media or if you don't use your thumbs like me use whatever kind of cool assistive technology you use to get that done so um thanks again and have a good night